So Acts chapter 1 and verse 8 and 9. But ye shall receive power after the Holy Ghost is come upon you. And ye shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem, in all Judea, in all Samaria, and to the uttermost parts of the earth. And when he had spoken these things, and while they beheld, he was taken up in a cloud and received out of their sight. Amen. And God will bless the public reading of his word. I'm not sure what you think a missionary is. If I asked you, what is a missionary? Or what does a missionary do? I wonder what your response would be. Whenever I was in Bible college, we had a slot each week where a missionary or a mission organization would come and speak to us about their work, about what they're involved in. Whenever it came to sharing from God's word, quite regularly they would, um, they would open up uh, either the passage that we know as the Great Commission in Matthew 28, or even this passage in Acts chapter 1 as Luke records what Jesus said and how he sends his followers out to the uttermost parts of the earth. But as we consider this passage, there's more, Jesus is telling us more than just go to the uttermost parts of the earth. And we're going to just consider what Jesus said as, as his last words on earth. As Luke has recorded, as he was saying these things, he ascended up into heaven. So this is Jesus' last words to his followers on earth. And it's a command. It says, um, sorry. it says to be witnesses. He is telling them to be a witness. But what is a witness? What is that command he is asking of his disciples? It wasn't just for the disciples that were watching him, but it was for everybody who is following Christ. What is a witness? Well, a witness is somebody who has experienced an event and tells of it. So maybe you witnessed a car crash and you, you tell of what actually happened because you've seen it. As we've been watching our TV screens, especially with the war in Ukraine, a lot of the reporters have went to Ukraine and they are there right on the battlefront and they're reporting and they're saying, look, this is what's happening and you can trust what I'm saying because I am here, I have witnessed that. And then they go and they speak to the local people and they're saying, what was your experience? What did you witness in this event. A witness is someone who tells of what they've experienced. So Jesus is telling his disciples, he is telling all of us, go and be my witness. Go and tell others what Christ has done for you. Go and tell others of what you have seen Christ do. In Uganda, quite often within uh, services, church services, they will leave it open for a time of testimony. 
And as people come up and testify, they don't get up as we would do here and testify how God has saved them, how God, you know, many years God has called them from sin. But they will testify what God has done in their lives over the last few weeks, months, or within the last year. So they will testify, my mum was sick and, you know, we went to the doctors and we really prayed, but God has healed her. Or I was really struggling for school fees and I wasn't sure if I was able to complete my course. But God has provided finances through this and we give him glory. Or they will tell of a difficult experience that they went through and how God was faithful in helping them. And for us listening on, it's really encouraging to hear what God has done in their lives. And it blesses us. God is calling us to be a witness, to tell others what Christ has done for you. The Bible tells us it's more than just telling others in what Christ has done for us, but it is showing others what Christ is like as well. In the well-known passage in part of the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus says in Matthew 5 and 14 and 16, he says that ye are the light of the world. A city cannot be set on a a city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick, and it giveth light to all that are in the house. Let your light shine before men, that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. So Jesus is telling the people listening to be a light. excuse me, to be a light in their communities. And being a light is showing other people what Christ is like. Many, many people in the communities that you live, in the communities that you work in, the communities around you, your family, may may never come to a church service. They may never listen to a sermon being preached, but they are watching your life. One of the things that us as a family, and especially the boys, really, really struggle with in Uganda is that people constantly stare at us because we have white skin. So if we walk down the street, people will literally stop and they will just stare especially at the children, because they've never seen a white baby before or a white child. And the house we lived in before, it was on a bit of a road. And quite often people would nearly just stand right outside or the other side of the road and just be looking and watching, well, what are these white people eating? What are they, how are they living? What are they doing? What is their life like? How are they adjusting? It's very, very obvious. But here... It is happening, but maybe not in an obvious way. Your neighbours are watching you and they see you coming out to church each morning and they're saying, okay, that person is a Christian, but what way are they living? How, you know, are they showing forgiveness to the people around them? Are they showing Christ's love to the people around them? Have, are they showing compassion? And as we do that, others... As the passage said in uh, Sermon on the Mount, it says, as they see your good works, they will glorify God. It's not that you will get the glory, but we give that to God. 
Someone once said that a, a sermon is better seen than said. And they're saying our lives will speak. Our lives should be that sermon. They should be proclaiming Christ, glorifying Christ through our actions as well as our words. But where are we to be a witness at? In this passage, it says that ye shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem, in all Judea, in Samaria, and to the uttermost parts of the earth. In the previous verses, Jesus told the disciples, right, now you go and wait in Jerusalem until the Holy Spirit, until Pentecost comes upon you. So Jesus is saying, be my witness in Jerusalem. That's where you're staying. That is where you're living. That is your home for now. Go and be a witness at home. Now you may say, yeah, yeah, I, I agree we should be all witnesses, but it's really, really difficult to be a witness at home because they, they see you when you're tired and grumpy. They see you all of the time. It is a difficult place to be a witness at home. It was no different for the disciples. You can just think that just over a month before Jesus said these words, it was that very city that they put Jesus on the cross. And he's saying, over a month ago they killed me for what I said. Now you go and be a witness in that very, very place. It was a very, very difficult challenge. As I said, at the hospital there's, there's only one person who is being paid to be involved in ministry and to share Christ, and that is the chaplain of the hospital. But yet there are over 50 people, both students and staff, that are involved in these ministry teams. The team that goes out to the prisons each Sunday, it is made up with uh, somebody from the finance office, somebody from the kitchens, somebody from a guest house, a housekeeper from the guest house, somebody from other parts of the hospital as well. They are there working, that is their role, that is what they're getting assessed on. They, they are there to work at the hospital. But they're saying, I want to be a witness where I work. I want to be a witness in my community. I want to share Christ with those around me. That's what it is to be a witness at home. Jesus continued to be a witness in Jerusalem where they are living, to be a witness in Judea. Judea was the region or the, the province of where they were from. So at home and then it spreads out into your local area. Again, in Judea, we read in Mark chapter 6, that's where Jesus was saying that, you know, a prophet has no honour in his home country. That is where they had rejected Jesus. He says, even though they have rejected me, even though they have no time for me and my ministry, continue to be my witness. Then Jesus continues, in Jerusalem, in all Judea, and Samaria. If you know scripture, you may be familiar that the, the Samaritans and the Jews did not like each other. They were natural enemies. 
And that went back for generations and generations. They didn't communicate. They didn't have any love or care or compassion for each other. Now Jesus is saying, go and be my witness with your enemies. The people you don't like. The people that you despise. The people that rub you up the wrong way. The people that you clash with on a personality level. People you really don't like. Go and show them my love. Go and show them forgiveness. Go and show them compassion. Be a light to them. Be a witness to our enemies. It's an incredibly difficult thing to do. But that's what God has asked us to do. And then he says, go to the uttermost parts of the earth. He does not call everybody to go to the other parts of the world. Some are to stay where they at home. But he is saying, you can be involved by praying. You can be involved by giving and supporting missionaries. We are to take God's love to the other parts of the earth. And our current climate and culture here Other parts of the world are coming to us. The refugees are coming. People are coming to work in our local areas. And we are to be a witness and a light to them wherever they are. Whenever we applied with UFM to go to Chiwoko, the mission organisation that we're with is UFM. And we went and said, we would like to go and work in this hospital. We would like to go to here. And part of the application process was they contacted our local church and they said, okay, this this family, this couple have applied to go and to serve overseas. And they asked the local church, are they involved? Are they a witness at home? Because if you're not a witness at home, you can't go overseas to be a witness. What we are involved in in Uganda and what missionaries do is really what we should be doing at home in our home areas. Being a witness. Being a light in the communities that God has called us to. But how can we do that? Pastor John has reminded us it's Pentecost Sunday. And Jesus told the disciples, go to Jerusalem and wait until the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit, comes upon you. Here is this group of men who were very shy, timid, who were scared of the people around them because they thought that they were going to be killed themselves, just as they seen Jesus being killed just over a month before. And then the Holy Spirit came upon them and we see them standing up and proclaiming freely in the streets without the fear of persecution. Yes, they may have looked and may have had some fear, but they said, yes, I may get hurt here. This, This may hurt me. But I am going to share Christ. And the Holy Spirit gave them that courage, gave them the words, gave them the the heart to share. As we come and put our faith in Christ, when we come and ask him into our hearts, We say Jesus lives in our hearts. It is the Holy Spirit that comes upon us and lives and works through us. He is our comforter. He is our help. And it is through his power that we are witnesses in our home area. 
I just want to finish with a challenge. Are you a witness in your home area? Are you a witness at home, at school, at work, with your family? Is your life shining out for Jesus? Is it radiant? Are you glorifying Christ by the way that you live? Are you telling others of what Christ has done for you? That's what missionaries do. But that's what God has called all of us, no matter where he has placed us, to be like. My trust and pray this morning that we will all be missionaries for him. Thank you.